Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chat through the books and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the series. However, today we are wrapping up Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone by comparing the book to the movie. Um, first, we have some announcements and reminders. Um, we want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Um, you can use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow along. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Well, we'll get a little bit more understanding of that when Harry Potter the Cursed Child opens in London, because <laughs> Hermione is black, y'all. Uh, but we are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, etc., illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. If you would like to submit, check out the website for guidelines. And if you've already submitted, thank you. Yay. Yay. Um, my goal now is to have, like, to start actually posting um, the stories and, like, stuff in February for Black History Month. Because what other, what better month to start? Also gives me a little bit more time. <laughs> um and you. Um, <laughs> also, subscribe to our newsletter. Every week we share nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you would like to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. Um, go to blackgirlsnerdout.com. It's like at the bottom somewhere. Side. side. It's somewhere on the... It depends on the page you're on, but it's on there. You'll find it. It's really easy. Um, and follow us on Twitter at we Black and Nerds. Like us on Facebook Black Girls Nerd Out. We're also on Tumblr and Instagram, kind of, a bit, <laughs> at Black Girls Nerd Out. Um, okay, really quick. Potter fandom stuff. There were new pictures. Was there more than one or just one? I, didn't I only saw the link. one. Okay. Uh, there was a new picture for Fantastic Beasts. There may or may not have been more. It looked cool. <laughs> He's, Eddie Redmayne is just adorable, and I, go, I, every year I try to do this thing, and I will hopefully try to do it on the blog, where I go in search of who I think will be the nominees for the Oscars, and I watch all of those potential nominees before the airing of the show. So, Eddie Redmayne also has this movie coming out where he plays a cross-dresser, transsexual. I think he plays a trans woman. Trans woman, kind of. I'm not sure exactly, but it's been getting a lot of buzz, and it was really funny because I was looking that up, and then there he is. It's Newt's character. He's so cute. I was like, oh, yeah. I want to figure out, like, where this, when this movie's showing and where I can go find it. And then then it was Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts, and I was like, oh. That's cool, too. Uh, yeah, so um, it was also Dame Maggie Smith's birthday on Monday. Mick G. Yep. Um, also, your friendly reminder that Hermione is still black, so. She black. So, you know, just. Newsflash. Throw it out there. In New case flash. you missed, like, last week, we just want to let you know. She black. She's black. Um, she is who we said she was. That's what Is what we're telling you. Yeah. Oh, we were also interviewed for the BBC. I oh, hope yeah. you guys saw that. I meant to put that. We should probably talk, like, mention that a little bit. Um, <laughs> the woman who interviewed us was Sarah. No? Mm-hmm. Yes. She's really nice, and we, I feel like I said a lot more intelligent things that, that made it into the final uh, article, but that's how, you know, articles go. Um, it's like, you talk for 30 minutes, and then it's a 
Like one quote or two yeah, quotes. But <laughs> but still, no, I thought it was cool. It, it was, was really cool. And it, it was, was kind of weird, but it was like cool. I was also really low-key like upset that there was a Hamilton reference and it oh, yeah. didn't come from either one of us. <laughs> like we were not, we weren't doing our best there, but I'm glad that there was a Hamilton reference. Um, also, Brianna was, her post about Race but Hermione was also featured on... I think it was NPR. NPR. And you caught that because I did not know. I and was really trying to figure out why that one particular post was getting so much traffic. I was like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it was that. That was cool. It was NPR. I was like looking and it was like, you got this many refers from these places. And I was like, NPR? Right. Oh my God, did someone How? from NPR listen to us? <laughs> hey, I love you guys. You're my fave. And then, yeah, it was that. So, thank you, NPR. <laughs> um, so, should we... Yeah, let's do this. Dive right in. Yep. So we watched, as you know, um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the movie. When was that? Saturday? Saturday, the day after Christmas in Umoja. All my family abandoned me. Like, they said they were going to watch it with me, and then they, like, did not. And I was like, that's cool. I mean, I did. For, like, the first, like, uh, for a little bit, yeah. I mean, she's three. She, she can't do the whole thing. Yeah, by the time the end came, I was really glad she wasn't there because yeah, I was like, was she would be terrified. She would I hate was a little. I she was, was really into terrified. it. She was really into it at the beginning. Um, yeah, with like, she's like, oh, who's that? That's Harry, and then like all the magic and like you know the train and all that stuff. So she really liked that part, and then I was glad she left when she did because I was like, all right, yeah, now three headed dogs and like things just, are getting real. Yeah, yeah. She was like, oh my goodness, what's that? My family um, usually has a like a family wide party on Christmas Eve where it's just basically everyone getting wasted. Like people carry on shot glasses in their pocket, and someone says "shot," and then everyone goes like "shot," and then like damn. that happens all night. Mm-hmm. Um, but they moved it to Saturday this time, so I was like, "Oh, we can't. We have to record on Saturday and blah blah." And it mm-hmm. just worked out too. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh." So everyone abandoned me, and then I got to the party about two hours later. But everyone was still turned up, and it was great. I would imagine, like, even if you got there two hours late, everybody's still drunk, so. Yeah. It's still funny. It was still great. Yeah. But then I was, like, driving my dad's car, and I don't drive. This is tangent central, but I don't <laughs> drive. And so I didn't drink or do anything like that because I'm, you know, yeah, and it's, car. and it's my dad's car, which is, um, but my dad was driving my mom's car and when we were leaving, he was behind me. And as I turned on the car, I ran over the curb, hit a huge dip and didn't have the headlights on all the way. So my dad was not Killed happy you? with I'm me. surprised you're still, I'm like still alive, y'all. Oh my gosh. But... <laughs> Um, he, at one point, zoomed past me and got in front of me, and I figured it was because, like, it was hurting him to watch me drive his car. Probably. And he was probably like, oh what are God. you doing? Well, he, he actually did say, what are you doing? Oh, but my gosh. I was like, I swear, I was sober. <laughs> you're was you're so telling sober. me this, like, there's something that happened in the past, and I'm, like, scared for you. I'm like, oh, God. I'm still scared for <laughs> don't me. Don't do it. <laughs> my dad is so sweet and, like, calm, but don't mess with his no, car, man. not at all. Not, oh, no. Man. Okay, so <laughs> that happened, but I'm alive. Yay. Good things for holidays. You can't kill your daughter the day after Christmas. Right. So we watched The Sorcerer's Stone, and I had a lot of feelings that I wasn't expecting. What about you? Um. Yeah, I like kind of, 
some a lot of it it was weird. It was like a lot of it were like, oh, this is so nice, and that's actually one of like, and I feel like the first movie particularly is like the bet is like a really great like movie to watch during the holidays. Because it's, like, so much more magical than yeah. the rest of them. Like, I was, my mom was watching it for, like, a little bit um, while my sister was down there. Um, and she was, like, she was, like, when does it start getting dark? Because I remember, because she used to have to take me when I was little mm-hmm. to go see the movies. And so she was, like, yeah, I remember at one point I was watching them and was just, like, wait a minute. How did this happen? And, like, it's so real. Like, magic, it still exists in, obviously, in the series. But the first um, movie to me is, like, the most magical. Like, yeah. it's just, like... The music is all happy, and it's like, ooh, look at this. This is so great. Look, like, the food appears on the plates. This is awesome. As opposed to, like, death and destruction and Voldemort. So, and that's one thing that we're going to talk about, too, is the changes between the book and the movie. Because they really tamp down the abuse. Oh, yeah. Because that was something that I think I do watch them, you know, and if, I don't know if you guys have ABC Family, but they were they did a Harry Potter marathon mm-hmm. the same day, which was like, thanks, guys. Because <laughs> by the time we started live tweeting, they were already on, like, Prisoner of Afghanistan. Yeah, something crazy. Um, not even crazy, just some not what we were on. It's <laughs> as if ABC Family does not check our programming first, which is rude. And questionable. And questionable. But anyway, so I was... Thinking about it, because I always, it's you know, it's one of those things where it's, you see Harry Potter, you watch Harry Potter, yeah. so when it's on, I just, like, I will randomly end up in these Harry Potter movie marathons, and so when we were going back and rereading the book, I was shocked at how bad it was for Harry. Yeah, like, for um, Dur- the Dursleys and Snape, like, yeah, I, and I think that, like, part of it, it's interesting, because it's, like, it's a children's book, so, like, the descriptions aren't super, like... They're not, like, trauma... They're not, like... I don't know. The way that it's written is not super, like, what... Like, you know what I mean? It's not like yeah. it's an adult book where, they, where, like, descriptions are bad. But then you still really think about it and it's like, no, he was in a closet for ten years of his life. Yeah. He was, like... And then, like, Snape is, like, literally abusing this kid, like, and bullying him. There's something to our own brains where it's, like, we just don't want to, like, dwell on that. And we just... You, automatically go, but he gets to go to Hogwarts right. with magic. And then you're, you're like, like but actually, no, like, he had you know. a lot of... Yeah, and I think that, like, it also works, like, you know, we have Alan Rickman playing Snape, so then even though he's being horrible, and even and while he's not being as horrible as the book, like, he's, he's still, still being bad, but he's Alan Rickman, and his delivery of these lines are amazing, so then you're just sitting there, like, waiting on him to say... His side eyes. Yeah, his side eyes. I'm his waiting. dramatic pause. The hair flip. Ugh. Ugh. I was just like waiting on all of those things. Panty like, Pro V. Yeah, waiting on him to go up to something. And I'm just <laughs> like yes. So it's just it's different. Um, it's like a different interaction. Yeah, with the and it's a, and it's, the it's kind of the um, difference between like we always say the difference between Voldemort's evil and Umbridge's evil, where it's like the difference between Book Snape and Alan Rickman Snape is that Alan Rickman is like. Like, Missy on Doctor Who, like, he's having right, fun. exactly. And you can't help, like, he's being terrible, but he's having fun, and right. so therefore you're having fun watching mm-hmm. him be terrible. And um, I think that also kind of goes to um, Uncle Vernon, because I really love that actor, rest in peace, by the yeah. way, he recently passed, not so recently passed, but I really like that actor, and I really like, you know, what he brought to it mm-hmm. and side note I was watching I was re-watching the second season of Luther and um Aunt Marge is in she's like the bad 
woman in Luther. Uh-huh. And she's like, Luther is also bad in uh, Matilda. Yeah, she is. Miss Trunchbull. Miss Trunchbull. But she, it, the difference is between like Marge and, and Miss Trunchbull and then the baddie in Luther. Luther is very realistic and things. So she doesn't even look the same, you know? And so like Uncle Vernon and a lot of his other, like he just, the the actors are so great and they're having so much fun with it that you you forget how you forget. terrible and they do and they do the writers and you know the like they the movie they tone it down they, tone they have down. to yeah yeah and it's like because even though re- I think also think reading it and seeing it are two are two different things yeah. and so in order to get like the rating that you want if you want mm-hmm. to be a children's book you can't show like how abusive they were like you can't. Um, or even, yeah, it's just like, you can't show it in the same way. I also thought it was interesting since you brought up Vernon, um, he was the main, I I thought it was interesting, like, in the books, he's the main, he feels like the main antagonist to Harry when, like, Harry's in the muggle world, Mm -hmm. but you can tell that Petunia's, like, driving that, um, in a way, and that it's really more about, like, Petunia and Lily and stuff. I mean, it's also about Vernon, but Vernon's more, like, one-dimensional and he's just an asshole versus, like, Petunia has... She's, you know, fleshed out, whatever. But in the movies, you don't get that at all. You get, like, that one, like, moment where she has the whole thing about how her sister was a freak. But, like, the entire time, the rest of it was, like, just Vernon being horrible. And I thought, I just thought that was interesting because then I'm thinking on, and I, I mean, obviously, I haven't, I haven't actually watched, maybe I have watched movies in a while. I just can't think about it. I can't mm-hmm. remember. But you, Petunia's, like, in the background a lot. And one of the things I hate, well... A lot of things I hate about Order in the Phoenix, so I'm going to try not to get into that, but um, one of the things I didn't like about Order of the Phoenix in the beginning was that we didn't get to see that, like, Harry's realization that it's Petunia the whole time, and, like, that she actually knows a lot more than she's letting on, and we don't get that at all because we don't get those howlers, or we don't get Dumbledore's howler, Mm -hmm. and we don't get her being like, oh, I think there actually is an deleted scene where she says that the mentors guard the, guard Azkaban, but, um... I don't think it made it into, like, the movie or whatever. And then even then, she looks like... She just looks kooky. She doesn't do anything. So, I don't know. That's one of the other things about the movies and, like, specifically Order of the Phoenix where, like, we don't get a lot of Petunia. And as much as she's, like, a frustrating character, she's really interesting and much more interesting than Vernon. Yeah, and this kind of goes into... So, we kind of have these points we want to hit. But I think that segues really nicely into the how quick this movie goes. Like, I think at a certain point, we were each, like, tweeting, like, dang, like, it took us a month to get here. We're right. here like, <laughs> it feels like we're here in, like, 30 minutes. Exactly. Like, but I think that also lends it to, like, the toning down of the abuse and things because mm-hmm. in reality, there's about, what, 35 minutes before Hagrid shows up. I, we don't make, like... Um, significant... I feel like it might be less than that. Yeah. It's really... It goes really quickly. Yeah. It's like... It's just more like... Because immediately after... Because first of all, it starts off with Dumbledore, which I always forget. It doesn't start yeah. off with the Dursleys and Vernon having his, like, weird day. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, I would love if I were, like, right... I would write... When we have our... When we do our BBC miniseries. Yeah. We're definitely going to start with the Dursleys. Masterpiece classic. But... Um, but they start, so they start with the, they start with Vernon and then they just go straight, or they start with Dumbledore and they go straight to the 10 years later. And then 
immediately, like, we don't even get to see peers. Like, it's just, like, immediately they're at the zoo. Okay, and then he just, all of a sudden, he set the snake on him. Okay, and now like they're the running away day, from the... He wakes yeah. up on Dudley's birthday right. to go to the zoo. And then the next day, he gets the letter, and then the next day, they're on the rock, and then the next, and it's his birthday. It, like, doesn't, yeah. there's no, like, showing that, like, time really passes. Um, you would literally think and that even, his birthday was... August 31st, not September, uh, not July. Because right, because, yeah, because then it's immediately Hagger goes, and then he goes straight to Diagon Alley, and you're yeah. like, what? Already? And then he's on the train. He's on the train. He doesn't even go back home. No. He's on the train. So, so yeah, it's like uh, the the, time, the way that time passes, like, obviously it's a movie, so it passes differently because it's two and a half hours versus, like, however long it takes you to read the book for us, 17 weeks. Um, <laughs> not <laughs> but, really. Not really, but, you know, yes. for this. Um but also, it's just, like, the way... And there's, like, certain transitions and stuff later, um, which I think I tweeted about, but I don't have those tweets up right now. But there's, like, other moments where I was, like, this transition is, like, really quick. Like, also, for example, which I know we're going to talk about later in more detail, but um, the their detention, it's, like, they get caught. It's, like, they go to see Hagrid, and then they go back... They get caught, and then they immediately go back out to see Hagrid further tension it was just like that's a weird yeah there's nothing in the middle um i mean just for instance i scrolled a little bit too far because i'm on twitter and i'm at i was at the my tweet about like this is the movie for children it's terrifying which is during their detention man chamber of secrets is really the one and then i i scrolled a little bit my my scroll was a little bit too aggressive and all of a sudden (laughs) i'm at flying lessons because that's how quickly the movie was. Um, I do think, in terms of um, what we're talking about, like, the pacing and stuff, it it works for the movie, and I think it also helps make it feel very magical, and, like, right. things are happening, and they're flying by really fast and stuff, but then there are also, like, the weird winter, like, scene of Harry with Hagrid and the art. With Hedwig? Hedwig. It, that part always... It's beautiful. Yeah. But that part always reminds me, why? which I think I tweeted about, is the part in Chamber of Secrets when he goes, who am I, Hedwig? <laughs> what am <laughs> I? <laughs> it's like, nobody knows Harry. I'm pretty sure Hedwig can't tell you, but okay. Hedwig doesn't speak English. No. That's also a thing. I think she flies away at that point, too. <laughs> She's like, bro, like, I ain't got time what? for this email stuff. Uh, let me dip. Listen to Dashboard Confessional and let me go about my business. Um, But anyway, yeah, so there's like certain moments, that the, yeah, certain moments that they just like... Oh, here's this. It feels like a throwaway scene, and it's like, but you could have just added something with more substance there, like a Dean scene. A Dean scene. You could have had the whole midnight duel. You You could have the midnight duel. You could have had, um, like them actually trying to like stress over Norbert as opposed to just immediately getting caught the first time they saw Norbert. Norbert. (laughs) Like you could have had Neville. Um, going with them. Oh, that's all the midnight duel. So yeah, it's all the midnight. No, 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 that's not. No, I'm talking about when Neville oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. walked out and said so uh-huh. he was up with them. Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing is they really, like, didn't... Neville's not really in it as much other than just, like, oh, here's this, like, bumbling kid. And then at the end he gets his ten points. But it's not as, like, heartwarming because you don't see, like, his growth. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the other thing is, like, because you were saying you want to talk about secondary characters, like, the they, the they don't really treat... Other than, like, Harry, Ron, Hermione... Hagrid, Draco, kind of. That's it. That's it. Like, those are the five characters that we really get to see, and the rest of them are kind of just, like, 
around and you would only really know of them because they say their name or you read the book so you can kind of guess but they don't really get as much like they don't get any character development and like I think what the books a lot of the characters I mean even though they obviously don't get as much as like the main characters because you can't really that's a lot (laughs) to do but they do get some kind of like it helps make the world feel fuller exactly you know these people and that's another thing it's like when do we know that Dean is Dean? Do we like? Do we we just know? I don't know. I can't remember because they don't say that it's in, Dean in the in the. In we the, just know because he's black and he's yeah. like the only black one who any like hangs around he's with Seamus. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I think also like context again, clues exactly context clues, exactly, and like I think eventually they mention his name, but not in this movie. They definitely do in um, Half Blood Prince. Cause yeah. <laughs> that's a long time from now, but um. Yeah, but I feel like, again, like you were saying, like, they're able, like, all the backstories make the world richer, but I feel like they're able to be lazy about it because it's, um, a movie. And so well, it's I like, one and I don't think that's a good thing. I just, like, it's what, it, like, you know what I mean? It's a movie, so it's like, I see all these things, um, I can see them, and so it's, like, vibrant versus, like, reading something and having to be able to see everything and, like, care about all the backstory and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're just watching it then it goes by so fast and like visual it's just a different like you're taking it in differently and so they're able to like shout cut out those corners the, sometimes the production because the the world that they built visually is right amazing. it's great yeah and i'm going to buy my condo in hogwarts you know i'm doing the whole thing like I, they they built a world that i want to be a part of mm-hmm. but i do think um like what you're saying and what just about secondary characters is one of the things that i was really um, struck by, and it, and then it continues on right. throughout the books, is that these things that they choose to leave out, like, they leave out peeves, and, like... Aw, oh, peeves. <laughs> you know, and I understand why. Like, it's an expensive thing, and he's really there for jokes, and... I mean, he just adds more to the character of Hogwarts. So yeah. it feels like there shouldn't be Hogwarts without peeves, but, it, but if it's a movie, like, again, like you said, expensive. There's, like, it makes sense. Yeah why Peeves isn't there, but then sometimes I'll, like, mention Peeves, and then, like, my sister will be like, who's that? Yeah. And I'm like, you don't know who Peeves is? How? <laughs> How? And then I'm like, oh, I'll yeah. Play. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're a, <laughs> you're a movie potter. You're, you're a pot- movie muggle. Whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, yeah, so I think um, I wanted to, like, die, drill deeper into these mm-hmm. characters. Um, so for the things that I've, I noticed about the main trio are the main the main characters um, in this book. Obviously, Ron is totally sidekick. He doesn't even... Yeah, they don't even, like... He is somehow, like, the comedic foil um, in a way that I think actually hinders him further on. And I will say that there's this great quote from... I forget who... Was it Christopher Columbus who ended up doing the final movies as well? Mm-mm. No. That was David Yates. David Yates. He said, like, these books are for the readers. Mm-hmm. Like, we expect a lot. We expect you to bring a lot of your knowledge into them. Right. And Which, I don't like that, but we can talk about that when we go see it. Yeah. When we get to that point. Yeah. But I think, <laughs> I think, I don't 
particularly by that. I don't like it. Yeah. But I do like that they called him, like, he called it out because he's saying, like, but at least he's, yeah, at least we know, he's aware. we know, but we, you know, things have to be cut and this is why we cut them and this is what we expect you to, like, pick up on, even mm-hmm. though, again, I can go on for days for yeah. why they cut things and also why they added things. We won't talk about that yet. Um, all, they, all they added but, now in this one was that little scene with him and Hedwig in the courtyard. That's fine. We'll just leave it. We we'll don't have to it. get into. I mean, who's to say that <laughs> Harry and Hedwig didn't, didn't go do on, that? Like, Maybe they nice did. Little walks. Maybe that's just like Harry got to some time to think, and he was, you know, yeah, and introspective, and that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I but I do think that um, the Ron as sidekick. Um, and Ron, as comedic foil, ends up coming back to bite them because, yes, Ron, even in the books, Ron is, like, deliverer of a lot of great lines mm-hmm. and is sidekick in the traditional sense of the word. But because of, like, the strategic choices that Ron makes and the and the decisions that he d- makes, and in reality, he is... Less of a, I always thought less of a sidekick to Harry and more of a protector mm-hmm. and guardian of him. He's through. like, and he's his hype man. He's yeah. like his, but he's he also, his back. He's yes. ride or die. He's his <laughs> roll dog. I mean, yeah. But he's also kind of his like wizard mentor or not mentor because they're kind of at the same level, but like his gatekeeper into, you know, when you get like random example, when I moved up to the bay, like. I had Bayana, and she was, like, my, she would show me, you know, and I got into these, like, my shortcut, my, like, password into these circles and, you know, social life that right. would normally take me, you know, it would normally take you, like, months or years to, you know, feel comfortable within a group. And I show up with Bayana and my cousins, and they're like, oh, you fam. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm fam. Especially because everyone know? knows my father, but yeah. Yeah, but still, you know. <laughs> it's like, more him than me. <laughs> but even the fact but that, yeah. like, but even having your dad, like, I can drop his name, mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, and it's just like a shortcut entrance or whatever. Yeah. Something that Dean doesn't really get, and we, we kind of get that in the books a little bit, you know, and, like, Dean... Hey, we can just go into like the the fact that they kind of really erased Dean's storyline, um, but you know Ron is able to kind of like share information with Harry and Hermione in a way that like is like this is normal, this isn't normal, and Harry and Hermione gets a lot of it through books and stuff, but Harry gets most of it through Ron. Through Ron, yeah, and I think that in the in the movies. Um, like we were gonna say, like Hermione takes that role more, so it's more like Harry and Hermione, and then Ron, as opposed to Harry and Ron and then Hermione. Which does like I, there's one scene where like uh, they read, they're reading the Harry reads the Daily Prophet, and he's telling Ron and Hermione about like the breaking at Gringotts, and I'm like, why is Hermione there? And then Hermione, yeah. they go to Hermione, she's looking all like. Hmm. And I'm like, but you guys aren't even friends. Why is she there? Now she's just like a stalker chick. What? Yeah. That makes no sense. Obviously, that's not what they were going for. But in my head, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. And then also, like, again, I like I, the I fact that, that they... one point I tweeted, like, I was like, Hermione must have her time turn already because she just popping up right everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. How? Um, but, like, I think also um, what you were saying, just also I think that him being the comedic foil and being, like, the person... He doesn't... They, like, I don't know. It, it doesn't... 
like you were saying, it does a disservice to, like, the later installations, especially, I think, six. Nah, not six so much. Six, for them, they were able to, like, expand on him being silly because of the whole love potion and him and Lavender, which I feel like uh, we can talk about that later, but they dwelled way too much on that as they opposed really to did. other things <laughs> that Ron was dealing with. And but, more important things, um, but yeah. Our, but for Seven do. specifically, when he goes, walks out, and he's angry, and he walks out on Harry and Hermione um, while they're camping... And that whole, in the books, that whole insecurity, that whole, like, thing that he has, has been built up from the beginning <laughs> when he's first introduced, and it makes a lot of sense. Even if it's just like, no, Duran, don't go, why are you doing this to me? Like, it makes sense. Yes. Um, and it and also you makes can, sense that he comes back. And you can see it, and you see it happening. happening. Exactly. Versus, like, in the, in the movies, he just kind of, like... You just see him making like glary faces and like he's just giving the stink eye to everybody and then all of a sudden he's angry and he leaves and he's and you're just like, but you've and never been angry. And they have the throwaway line of like the horror affects me more. And right. It's like, and it's like, but why? Nobody explains that. And then also, again, in in part two of Deathly Hollows, when um, Harry tells Ron and Hermione that he has to like go to the forest or whatever, Hermione's the one who hugs him and then Ron just stands behind like back and they're like doing some like weird masculinity shit where they just look at each other and nod or some shit and i'm like no that's your best friend and like, like brother, brother adult, like, like much closer i mean like <laughs> you and hermione are very close and you they both they have like very close relationship all three of them um mm-hmm. but like they kind of play down the whole relationship between harry and ron i mean in, in a way and it's really only because of the characterization of ron like yeah we know that they're best friends and, like, that's the first person, like, other than Hagrid of the Wizarding World. First peer who was not Draco Malfoy, um, <laughs> who's not, like, an asshole, that Harry met. And so they have, like, a really tight bond and they, you know, that first train ride to Hogwarts was, like, a time that really solidified that friendship. Yeah. And I and think we'll that it just got it kind of, like, in a couple of weeks, truncated. like, Ron goes to save Harry. Right. Like, Ron, like, makes it makes Harry a priority even within Ron's entire family. Mm-hmm. Ron is a catalyst for the Weasleys basically adopting him. Exactly. And Harry being able to just come over. And even Hermione being able to just come over. It also shows up again though, um, I think when you're talking about in part two, before when before Harry goes to the forest, when Ron and Hermione are like hunting and Ron says like, oh, someone needs to go make sure the house elves are safe. Oh, mm-hmm. And then he says something else and you know, and, and Hermione's like, that's brilliant. And she has this like look of like shock. Right. Which is understandable to a certain extent because Hermione is used to the being the oh, one. No, that's what she that's when he was saying that they didn't even mention the house elves thing. Oh they didn't. Which that was so sad. Like, they should have. Um but they just they don't shit on really the house elves. elves. They did horror uh we Talk about that later. Um, okay. The that was when he saw that Harry disappeared, and he was like, "Oh, he's probably in the room requirement." Yeah, and like, yeah, and also when he was like, "Oh, we should go get basilisk things." And yeah. yeah, but I think when Hermione is doing that, that's brilliant. The the joke for movie goers mm-hmm. is, "Oh, look at Ron like coming up with these smart ideas instead of panicking." Right. It, a la you know, Philosopher's Stone, Sorcerer's Stone, and Chamber of Secrets. Um, and Chamber of Secrets, <laughs> again. But um, in actuality, like, it's brilliant because it's a brilliant idea. Right. And there's no reason to be shocked that Ron would come up with it. Ron's very strategic. Exactly. Ron, like, is always, like, really, make, like, filling in whole. Like, he may not come up with the plan, but he's going to fill in holes to the plan a lot. 
because of his knowledge of the Wizarding World, but also because he's a he's a very strategic thinker and mm-hmm. he's smart. Right. He's not prefect just because he's the other person, like right. Seamus, Dean, like all. Do they even do be... prefects in the fifth? Nope. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. But. <laughs> Sorry, we're they don't even really order, talk about. They don't really don't talk about prefects except no. for with Percy, Percy making Percy that character. That's all he. All he is is I am a prefect. Yeah, That's... and they never really hear about prefects again. No, you don't even hear about them disowning or him disowning the Weasley. Sorry, every time I talk about the Order of the Phoenix, I just shudder. I'm just like angry. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Anyway. So that's my thought about Ron. Yeah. Um. Quicker thoughts, Seamus. Seamus. Which is cute, right? Like Seamus doesn't really have that much to do. Um, in the books either. Other he, than like in uh, ooh, Order of the Phoenix when his mom doesn't want him to come back. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about like just like, Sorcerer's as, Stone. Yeah. He's just kind of there. He's around. Um, we get a description of him. We like understand who he is and like him and, him and Ron and Dean like arguing about Quidditch versus football right. and that kind of stuff. Like him and Dean are best friends. Him and Dean are best friends. But the, yeah. The blowing up, man. <laughs> it's like, it's cute, but also, why? Yeah. It makes it kind of like, um, it reminds me a lot of, so Aminata watches um, Tom and Jerry, and it just reminded me of that, like, kind of ton- Tom and Jerry. Yeah, it's real, like, like slapstick comedy yeah. type thing, where it's just like, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's not bad, it's and just again, not it's, like, it's also one like, of those things where it's like, where we, you know, we kind of talked about this earlier about like the magical world and like the weird like accident prone stuff where you're just like how did you blow up how did Wind Guardian Leviosa become a thing right an explosion yeah how confused. very confused also really quickly what's Seamus doing thank you I was going to bring that up too sorry Seamus's Biggest contribution to this film is making me think that Harry is not smart at all. No. (laughs) Like, making me think that not just not smart, but so stupid, I'm bordering on using a slur for how stupid I think Harry is, because I have Newt, big fat... Harp string, something. Turn this this water water into into rum. rum. What's Seamus doing? (laughs) What's Seamus trying to do with that water? Um, I don't know, Harry. What do you think? What does it sound like? Turn this water into rum. Now he's trying to make tea. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. They what? don't... What? Um, anyway. <laughs> Dean? Yeah, he's pretty much non-existent, except for like three times. It was actually really I, funny, because my um, when my mom was watching it, um, he like popped up at one point, she was like, hell, look at Wes. <laughs> <laughs> Go away, mother. Yeah. Um, um, still... But hey, look Still at Wes, because he's Still, yeah, exactly. more of his, what he's going to be known for than Harry Potter. But what's really funny, too, is that I recently, one of those really stupid, like, 15 things you even, the, even the most devoted Harry Potter fan would be shocked about. The really funny thing is, is you know that it's not, I thought about this actually, like, you know that you're going to know all these things because they don't call you Potterheads, they call you the most devoted Harry Potter fans. I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we know all of these things you yeah. have to put in this list, but, but okay. <laughs> what's really funny, too, is that, like, I was like, oh, my mom really loves, like, Dancing with the Stars, so when I'm home, I, like, see it. And Julianne Huff and... Derek Huff or whatever they're like these blonde Dancing with the Stars people she oh. was in like the remake of Footloose which why would you remake why would you remake Footloose 
It was perfect. Leave it alone. Why are you remaking Point Break? Leave it alone. Don't remake stuff. Anyway. So, the scene that, and the gift that is one of Bion's favorite gifts of Dean celebrating, you can, like, clearly see Julianne Huff, who is, like, this, like, dancer from Texas or something, but she happened to be in London because they were in school there or something at the time. Whatever. I don't know all, remember all the details of this story, this article I read, but I was, like, the little, like, extra that happens to be someone that became famous that's also about the same amount of time that Dean got. Yeah. He's got no more time than, like... He got, like, two other scenes other than that one where he's like... <laughs> he's got the one where he's like, that's a rememberal, which how would you know that if you're technically muggle-born? Or you're muggle-raised. How muggle would you raised. know it's a rememberal? And then what else was he in? Other than that, he's just kind of, like, in the background. Just kind of, like, chilling. Yeah, it's just... It's frustrating. But at the same time, like... They, I mean, he was sidelined, he was sidelined in the books, too, um, until he, like, dates Jenny, and that's about it. Yeah. So. so the other person, or uh, the other secondary character that I uh, wanted to bring up was Lee Jordan, because Bayana had this really great tweet when we were re- watching the um, movie about how young he is, and once you said that, I was like, he's too young yeah there's yeah and he's not funny either he's not funny either another goal for slytherin great awesome he does this really weird cheer like yeah (laughs) and he looks (laughs) he looks like my like five-year-old cousin when you tell them that they can have an extra like piece of candy i'm like he's not he's older it should be, like, Fred and George, his homie. Yeah. And I think that's, like, with Fred and George, they just have them, like, on their own. It's, like, they're, you know, they're, like... A duo. And yeah, that's and that's it. it. But it's, like, they have friends. <laughs> yeah. And they also, yeah. I think that's, like, something that is another thing where you don't really need to name them or something. But it would have been nice to see Fred and George and Lee... Or Fred, George, and Lee, At least just Angelina, like run, by, just run down by, a thing. Pass, you know, hanging yeah. out on the side. Because it's like, they do have friends. Right. They're, it's a high school, basically. It's mm-hmm. a school. So there's these little cliques, even though there is like these, these bigger cliques of Gryffindor and Ravenclaw, Slytherin, and Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. Which we get like, Hufflepuff gets no love. No, none. Um, and the next one they do, Loki. But yeah. mostly because they're just like, think they think Harry's the heir of Slytherin. Yeah, so but kind of like so, there's no Ravenclaw really. It's really just like Gryffindor versus Slytherin in this movie. Yeah, like, and that's about it. So that brings me to the next thing, the Sorting Hat. They yeah. got Hannah Abbott. No, did they? I think no. they just did Susan Bones, which we didn't see. No, they didn't even do. They started with Hermione Granger. They did. I'm pretty sure. Maybe they did Susan Bones. I think they did. No, Susan. they did Susan Bones. They did, and then they did Hermione. And then yeah, Susan Bones, Hermione Granger, Draco Malfoy, Ronald Weasley, and then Harry Potter. Houseway. What order are you going in? Is this some like actually this birth date? I was like, what? I'm like alphabetical, but now I'm wondering which alphabet, thanks to Doctor Who <laughs> and the Christmas special, like which alphabet are they going by? Yeah, is how is this? I don't understand. They didn't, do they even do Neville? I can't remember. I no, don't they didn't so. do Neville. They did, they literally, that was all they did. They, that's all they did. But then, of course, like, Harry has to go last, which is... 
Like, why? Why? There's really no reason. You and still get the same, like, effect with everybody, like, looking at him, like, oh my god, there's a Harry Potter, there's a Harry Potter. Yeah. And he, like, goes to his thing and we go to the next person. It's real easy. Real she easy. She did it in the books. We saw it. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. And then she just kind of was like, Ron got Gryffindor, and then they celebrated, and then- Ha! Another Weasley. Yeah. <laughs> just very quick. Like, you could have done that. Yeah. But it it literally pulls me out of the movie every time. Same. What alphabet are you using? Like, how? What order is this? What and is what about this? all the rest of the kids? Yeah. Like, they just, Where all right, go? y'all, just move to the next. Hey, guys, you're not important. Just choose the table and sit. Yeah. Who cares? Whatever. Also, Dumbledore is not as, like, they play up more, and, like, this isn't Dumbledore, like, overall, um, but especially first two movies, he's he's just, like, the super wise old man who says, like, a couple things, but he's not funny or, like, silly or just, like... Nitwick! Nitwick. Yeah, Nitwick, Oddman, Blubber, and Tweak. He doesn't say anything, like, other than alas, earwax. It's, like, the silliest thing he says in the entire movie. And I'm, like, Dumbledore's supposed to be, like, a little bit kooky. Like, he's super wise, and he says he drops some, like, bars sometimes, but he's not... Hashtag Dumbledore bars. Exactly, but he doesn't, like... But he doesn't take himself that seriously which is what makes his wisdom like even better exactly because you're like oh are you being oh okay now i need to stand up and pay attention right or because 99.9 percent of the time everything out of your mouth is nonsensical exactly and in there you sometimes you just drop a bar and you're like oh you weren't ready for that yeah you're (laughs) like like, oh you didn't know i'm dumbledore for a reason exactly don't forget so and i think that once michael gambin takes on the role it just becomes more of like he does all those like he, it's that plus, like, oh, he's super badass. But again, there's no, like, there's a part of his, beha- of his like, personality that, that's missing. Um, and then we can also talk about the butchering of his backstory later on and how they just... We'll get there. They get there, we'll like, get, we'll get there oh, let's years. talk about... Oh, just kidding. We're actually not going to talk about his... Oh, we'll just mention it again. Uh, nah. How about not? Probably we just don't. It's cool. You guys, you guys don't miss it. Brianna has feelings. I do. I have a lot of feelings. We're not even there yet. We're not. We won't be there for a while. Years. It's cool. A while. Ravenclaw. Sorry. No. Oh. Gold, silver. Make up your goddamn mind. Oh, Ravenclaw. (laughs) Because people need to buy clothes. And they they need a house they need house colors. Yeah. Houses isn't it isn't it bronze actually? It's supposed to be bronze. Bronze. But they definitely make it silver most of the time. Yes. I haven't seen gold, but I've definitely seen silver. Well, bronze, gold. Oh, they're pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I have a bronze-colored pencil, and I'm like, it's basically gold. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just so gold. frustrating to me. And I hate it. Because, again, why are you changing things that don't need to be changed? No. I why are you adding things that don't need to be added? Like, there is a, there is a job. It is someone's job. I don't know how many people know about this, but it is called script supervisor. And their job is when you are writing the script and when you're shooting the script, they make sure that shit stays the same for continuity purposes. Because sometimes, you know, like someone will be talking and then their hair is up and then they go to say something to someone else and then their hair is down. And you're like, oh, so you just, wow. wow. You just <laughs> put your hair, like. When did that happen? You know, ponytail or down, pick pick and choose. But people don't switch back and forth in the middle of a conversation like that because at a certain point, someone's gonna be like, "Will you stop it with the hair?" Mm-hmm. 
So anyway, someone's job is to do that. And someone should have been like, well, actually. Well, actually. Should have hired a Potterhead for that. They really... Why was it the whole crew should have been Potterhead? I think it's because... um, it was really early when they started making these, so yeah. people weren't quite like. But they really, they but they needed to. They have, would make them now. They, they needed to have a nine-year-old so on the set being like, um, "Excuse but, me, excuse me, um, Ravenclaw colors are not those." Yeah. And why? No. Please. Yeah. So yeah. Oh man, you just said why? No, please. You know what it reminded me of? Mm. Bim. <laughs> I hate him. We'll get there I'm not too. ready for that. Oh, I'm gonna have a whole. We have rant. about a year. Um, yeah, uh, a yeah. little bit, a little bit under. A little bit under a year. We got like eight, mm, eighteen. Well, no, we have about a little under a year. By the time we get to the movie, <laughs> I'll try not to talk about Bim during the Bim books. Um, fucking Bim. Yeah, I just that like is something that really. When you have source material that is damn near perfect, there needs to be reasons. Like, there is a reason. Okay, there is a logical reason why Peeves isn't in the movie, even right. though we can argue about whether or not or whatever. They're, they made the choice to do whatever the fuck it is that they did with Creature, even though JK was like, you have to include him because he's important. And then they were like, fuck it, we're not going to do that anyway. They did house elves, too. Like, we yeah. talk, we got like a... Two weeks until Dobby shows up, so we can talk about it. But like, yeah, Dobby and uh, Winky is and even... Creature and Winky, like they like the households are not are like not even there. And then of the three that are like prominent, only two get like screen time, and then only one you even like really like, know about. And even then, not too. really because yeah. he's only shows up in the second. He shows he literally shows up in Chamber of Secrets and. Deathly Hollows. Mm-hmm. It's like, so what happened to Goblet of Fire? What happened to Order of Phoenix? What happened to Half Blood Prince? Like, what? What are you doing? Yeah, and it's one. It's kind of really funny too because one of the themes of Harry Potter is like, why is wizards magic just? Why do they have? Why do Why do wizards have such privilege over mm-hmm. other magical creatures? And why are their stories and histories the ones that are being told right. and the others are being just not Goblin Wars? Mm-hmm. What happened in the Goblin Wars? Yeah. I want to know. Me too. But either way, it's like, and that's a big thing, the problem the goblins have with wizards and the problems, you know what I mean? And like the fact that half-elves are just assumed to like slavery. Right. Oh, they like it. They don't know any other way. Racism. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, oh, let's like, you know, really yeah. play that out. By just crapping on all of these, like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Tell them that it's human nature. <laughs> why? Why? Do they do me that way? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> this break brought to you by Michael Jackson. <laughs> so, do we want to just, do we want to just go into Snape or do you want to go into Hagrid? I think we talked about Snape. I don't think we really... I mean, we, oh wait, we, we didn't even talk about the stair change. The midnight duel was like totally taken out. But then, I'm, so that doesn't that that was one actually. So when they go meet Fluffy, so Hermione's lying about like if I'm gonna 
go before either of you come up with another clever idea to get us killed or worse expelled doesn't make sense have, in the movie because it's no idea it's none of their fault they just they got on some stairs and the stairs changed and they were like all right let's keep going before we move again and i think Haran actually literally said that and they get there and then all of a sudden it's all of a sudden it's after dark yes. and they're in the corridor they're not supposed to be in and it's harry and ron's fault houseway um you ain't got the answers i ain't got the answers <laughs> i'm just like how did that work because one second you're in the corridor uh you just found out you're gonna be seeker and it's all bright and everybody's out and it's happy and then hermione's like it's in your blood and james is a seeker even though he's james actually a chaser! chaser anyway and then immediately turn the corner i swear hermione knows more about you than you do Oh no, the stairs change. Oh no, it's after dark and we're in the forbidden. How? How does that work? Like, that's the thing, like, the continuity. And I mean, I don't remember the other movies as much, but in this one particularly, like, doesn't make sense in some moments. We're just like, that transition, like, man, there. That also goes along with, like, them making the movie seem so fast. And it's yeah. Like, it's actually two and a half hours. But because but, the way they, they show the time change, yeah. it just switches so quickly that you're like, wait, but I thought two seconds ago we were here. How did we get here? And they spend, like, a lot of time, like, I love wood. Yeah. Just gonna throw that out there. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the actor that they had to play wood. I would much rather them cut out him explaining Quidditch and we just show it mm-hmm. and then have Lee Jordan explain how the game works right. through commentary than to have that scene in there and not have, you know, the midnight duel. Right. Or like I mean Draco it, just like popping up at Hagrid's Hut. That's what I was gonna say. Like, like similarly similarly the 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 issue with Hagrid that gets them detention, it's like they literally go there because they're not minding their business and they're like, We know about the Sorcerer's Stone, but they like just go to his house and he's like, Actually, y'all, you probably shouldn't be here right now. Which I'm like, movie Hagrid has some sense. He does. Um, and he's like, Y'all shouldn't be here, so I'll see you later. And they're like, We know about the Sorcerer's Stone and he's like, Oh shit, alright. Um, and then immediately then all of a sudden there's a, there's a dragon egg, and then Draco's just in why are you there, Draco? You just saw you saw them walking across the and thing they're, and, and then they're not like complicit in any like they just happen to be around the dragon. Right. And it was really just because they had been out like after hours was like, Okay, you found out about Nicholas Flamel, but or the Sorcerer's Stone, but why did you go see Hagrid after dark? You could have just waited till the next morning. Like, it just, the logic behind certain things doesn't make any sense anymore because you're like, it's not like, ooh, excuse me, it's not like they're going to, like, help Hagrid out with Norbert or like, yeah. oh shoot, we have to, like, figure out how to get this dragon out of the way. It's like, literally, oh, we see a dragon for two seconds. Oh, great, now we're in detention. And then immediately after you're given detention, you're being walked right back out to Hagrid's hut and he's crying about the dragon but they literally just went to go see Hagrid and that's why they got detention. And again, it just goes back into like things not making sense because then they go into the Forbidden Forest and shit. But like, it, the continuity again is just like, doesn't it, make it sense. It just seems like, how can a movie seem so hurried right. and yet they miss so many important things? And I think and that then... in this particular, like this movie, um, in terms of like, um, in terms of like, translation from book to movie is the best of the yeah of the seven or eight or whatever like they keep the most stuff in there but the some of the things that they take out or like put in or like the way that they switch things or transition 
is confusing. Yeah. Well, just the way that they, like, order them. Yeah. Instead of doing, like, a fade in and fade out to show the passing of time. Right. They're just like, nope. Nope. This all happened in an hour. Yeah. In one day. Exactly. And you're just like, but, no. Yeah. Like, it takes time. Now all of a sudden it's Christmas? Now all of a sudden it's the end of the year? How? How? Everything's happened in, like, the span of two weeks. Like, Halloween, Christmas. And then immediately Christmas. Like... And then immediately exams. Yeah. I mean, we really, like, the first day of school, or the first the first class they show, is, Ron and Harry are late. Right. And McGonagall's like, and they're like, we got lost, Professor. And it's like... I trust you don't need a map to find your seats. And then immediately they're in Snape's dungeon. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, they got lost. It's the first day. Like, the right. first, you know, whatever. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's weird. It's yeah. just... I don't know. Also, so, Snape, Harry was taking notes. You didn't have to call him out like that. He was literally taking notes. Literally taking notes about what you were saying. And you're, like, hovering over him, so you could see you that. You could see that. You're the worst. Unless you need glasses, in which case, Buy you're a wizard. Glasses. Oculus Repero, and get some glasses. I don't know. That didn't really make sense. But still. Either way, it was Accio irritating. glasses. That's one of the things that used to bother me so much. Was like, like, as much as, like, they play down Snape, that particular scene always pissed me off once I realized what Harry was writing. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> He's literally saying exactly... He, really, he literally wrote, brew glory. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop death. Like, that's all he was writing. What are you saying? <laughs> but it should have been, like, some people think it's more important to write down my monologue than just fall in love with this luscious voice that I am giving right. you. And all of these amazing pauses. That's would have been that would have been worth it. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, Harry, pay attention to the amazing pauses. <laughs> but yeah, um, Snape is so complicated comparing book to movie. It's yeah. so bad because I don't know if you guys know, listeners. Hey, I'm letting you in on a little secret. Diana and I have feelings about Snape. Strong feelings. I don't know. Eh, are they that strong? They, you know, they're they're not that strong. You, you know? may or may not have picked up on the fact you may that admit, you may not. We've been really subtle about it. I think so. we've been like we've been holding it really close to the chest. Yeah, but our feelings about Snape are very deep and very thoroughly strong. Yeah, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you know. You may not have noticed. I don't, yeah, if you haven't noticed, it's not really your fault. But our feelings about Alan Rickman are just as strong. This is, this is true. Just as deep. And somehow they're at odds with each other. There are moments when I'm reading and I'm like, this was an exact line that Alan Rickman said and now I'm reading it in his voice and it's not as bad. I'm pretty sure that happened up to in the last yeah up to something I was like in like two weeks ago you were yeah. like aw by adding ellipses to her exactly. book I'm like highlighting the whole thing exactly. with and shit exactly it's like, like but actually this is a terrible person um yeah. yeah so I think again we've we've talked about Snape but I could we could we could have an entire podcast we might have to have the bonus episode just like character study of Snape Ooh, we should do character studies we for should. bonus episodes. Y'all, we're brilliant. We're, we're so smart. We're oh so goodness. smart. Ravenclaws. Um, yeah, but we could really get into it. But I just think that Snape 
is so problematic in this first book and it sets up like their entire relationship and it becomes very important aka you fucking killed serious you douchebag you douche monster you terrible foul stinky git you jerk but Alan Rickman though yeah Aw. But Alan Rickman, though. And his hair is all, his like, hair. luscious. Every wig he has on is just glorious. How? Just. Because there are so many he, movies I've seen where, like, Fantastic Four, for example, where her wig <laughs> is cute for half of the movie, and then a hot-ass mess the second <laughs> half, and you're like, how? And, but not even, like, it's not even clearly cut. It's, like, from one scene to the next. You're like, wait, dude, how did you change your hair? His wigs, they're, they are different. Some are a little flatter, some are a little more... Feathered, feathered or whatever but they still layer. they're flawless and it's okay, great i just gotta do a few like of these like just pretend that this is the biana doctor who recap hot takes um why are the trio looking so haggard after their exams like pull up your fucking pants fix your tie like why is your robe why you look terrible like stop there's no reason for that you can't just be walking around school like that snape he does a side-eye thing, which I think someone did in the... You can find it on the internet, and I'll post it or something, where he looks like, oh, shit, are those candles floating? And it's hilarious <laughs> every single time. When they find out that Harry's becoming a seeker, Ron goes, you must be the youngest seeker. And then Harry goes, in a century. <laughs> and I always wanted him to be like, Mike, drunk. <laughs> and it always, like, I'm just like, this is amazing. And Hermione... I just need you, Hermione. Emma, actually, let's just call let's call a thing a thing. The Hogwarts guidance counselor told me to do this. Beloved, beloved. Nope, nope, nope. Backtrack. Start over. Beloved. Nope. You become a really good actor, Emma. Like I think that Emma Watson. I mean, I don't. I didn't see that Noah mess because bullshit well yeah um but <laughs> i'm just saying that's the last movie that i think she put I think out so. I don't know. but just in this terms of harry potter you really grow into something really special you're a great hermione you're the wrong color but you know that's not your fault um the <laughs> the enunciation bill man It's just... You're saying it wrong. It's <laughs> just like, dude... I feel like she's going to give herself whiplash. She's going to, like, like put a crick in her neck. What an idiot. And I'm like, girl. Girl. I also think that that's how... Um, I think Aminata's absorbed a little bit of Hermione in her, like, day-to-day life. Because she would just get real dramatic sometimes. And I'm just like... I'm going to start on her Hermione. Not she well. does that. Is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, she's I, so dramatic. I no told that reason. story the other day. Yeah. <laughs> My, everyone was like laughing. I was like, you, you don't even understand. I don't think anyone here understands either. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, three-year-old. I Ami wanted is her. just very dramatic. She's very dramatic. I, I said, Ami, I want you to like the library the way that I like the library. And she stood up. We were at the playground in public. She stood up. Got into a stance. And then said, that is ridiculous. And threw her head back at the iculus. And I was like, oh, okay, we're in that headspace right now. Yeah. This is what we're doing. Um, yeah, so shout out to our 
co-host. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so those are my hot takes. Uh, I think it's cute. It's so cute, right? But it's also just like, takes them out of me. Yeah. Neville, you're adorable. Those yeah. cheeks. Oh my goodness. I won't let you. I'll fight, I'll fight you. you. Aw. Aw, I just want to pick him up and like, <laughs> give him raspberries. <laughs> I do like that they're like, and I really need to like make this into a gif or like find the gif where they're walking over him and they're like, sorry, sorry. sorry. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll explain it to you later, Neville. It's for your own good. It's for your own good. I hate Ron. <laughs> it's just like, it's for your own good, you know? Yeah. That's out of pocket. You just... um, but yeah, so those are my hot, those are my hot Sorcerer Stone takes. Cool. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we had to talk about. I don't think so. How far are we in this? We are at an hour. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good for an episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about Real MVP, because I feel like it's still going to take a minute. Um, and yes. who's benched. So. Um, we took this to the Wizen Gamut. Wizen Gamut. Wizen Gamut. I think in the movies they pronounce it Wizenagamot, but then I'm like, there's no extra A in there, so where'd you get that from? Anyway, I hate Order of the Phoenix, so. <laughs> Just another reason why that movie is trash. <laughs> um, okay, so, um, yeah, okay, so we'll just talk about who this vote. So, Harry, we won the book. It makes sense. It makes sense. Um, Haggard was a second, but... He lost so much at the end, there's just, like, no way he could have won this book. Like, so, basically, the chief wizard of the Wizengamut was, like, Harry, or Hagrid is um, ineligible to win the book based on... All the madness all that of the, sh- on at the end. fuckery that he pulled. He actually won more than he was he benched. He won more than he was benched, but those wins... Those are, don't... Don't... Do not excuse the fuckery. Yeah. In terms of, like, it's, like, quantity versus quality. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, he was, he introduced Harry to the wizarding world. He got that was him. great. He was, like, he stood up to the Dursleys. That was nice. That was awesome. He, like, gave Dudley a pigtail. That, that was, was good. great. But then you had three or 11-year-olds, like, take responsibility for your actions. That were And never dangerous for it. And... Just and illegal. And illegal. Ron was in the hospital wing. You right. And he yelled at him about it. Yeah. Yelled at him while he got poisoned, like he was bitten by your poisonous. So, okay. Yeah. You so can't win. Haggard didn't. He just didn't win. He's not the real MVP. He's not the real MVP. Um, I would also like to point out that Molly Weasley tied with Ron for third place. <laughs> um, Which might just be a sign of favoritism. I don't know. Anytime she popped up, I was like, she, she won. But she popped up twice as a person and she was mentioned. Th- she was she greatly mentioned, mentioned three times. Like, yeah. So, therefore, she popped at the beginning of the book, at the end of the book, and then she sent stuff at Christmas. And it felt like she was the MVP for all of them. She wasn't the MVP for the last one. No, I know, but I just wanted to But she was. It was the Christmas one, and it was like when, she, when, when they she, first met. When Harry first met her. Yeah. Um, okay. And then benched the Dursleys. And um, you like, guys may have recalled earlier um, someone had no chill and benched everyone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who I don't know that? who that person was, but like, <laughs> calm down. You can't just be benching everyone. Like, the entire muggle world. So, we ended up counting that for the Dursleys. <laughs> But either if, even if we hadn't, they still would have won. They still would have won by a landslide. Yeah, they kind of, yeah. And I think that um, Snape was the second 
pretty obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but notable notable mention to Peter. Oh yeah, Peter tied with yeah he he got benched a couple times. Hagrid, of course, he was third. Um, <laughs> Hagrid was second in MVP voting and, and third, third in bench, in bench voting. <laughs> but yeah, he contains multitudes. He's yeah, he's a well-rounded character. It's very complicated. Um, but yeah, no, but I feel like I think for us, like the Dursley. First of all, it was like we just kind of counted it up, but also like. Snape couldn't have lost the entire book because he did save Harry's life. He wasn't after the stone, despite us, like, well, despite us thinking he was, whatever. Um, and the Dursleys are just, like, pretty much exactly who we think they are, so. <laughs> and what we think they are is horrible. True and true. And I'm sh- I mean, obviously they can't lose every book. Um, unless you guys vote it that way. Yeah, unless you vote that way, and then they just, like, suck forever. That's cool. Um, although I feel like in the last one, Dudley kind of redeems... Yeah, the Dursleys a little. A Vernon little is still like, but trash. I feel like Vernon is trash. But then I also feel like he doesn't know any other way to be. Like he can't help himself. He's like stuck in his. He's place. like the fuckboy from <laughs> Love and. He's like all of the fuckboys from Love and Hip Hop. Sure, I don't watch Love and Hip Hop. Me neither, but oh, okay. I just. I assume so. I assume is it Ray J on it? Then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then yes. Yeah, I think like Ray J and every single like member of B two K. Oh yeah, Lil Fizz is on there. I saw that, and I used to love Lil Fizz. <laughs> yeah, I just assume that like every every time I go on Twitter and there's a hashtag Love and Hip Hop, fuckery precedes it. So that's just what I assume that show is. So the Dursleys are like. <laughs> they're they're all love and suburbia. <laughs> Real Housewives of, of Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, okay, anyway. Love and hip-hop, Privet Drive. Yeah. Um, not even hip-hop, but... Love and magic, Privet Drive. Right, it makes sense because, like, they don't actually do magic. Yeah. Like, just all these people... Just like all the... Yeah. So, same with, like, house, like, the Housewives. I'm like, none of y'all are married, though. Basketball wives, none of them are married. They're, like, two of them were actually married to basketball players. A couple are divorced, and some just, like, breathe the same air as a basketball player. <laughs> so you're on this like, show because you... Did what? <laughs> I know. I'm about to... Oh, so just so you guys know, then I'm going to audition for Basketball Wives because... Actually? Um... Yeah, because, you know, you just today... because I know Iggy wants to be a reality star. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> today, I went to go get lunch, and uh, Leandro Barbosa of the Golden State Warriors was also there eating lunch, so I tell everyone, I told everyone we had lunch together, because we did. It's true. Yeah. And so, think, coming from what Bayana's saying, that is then criteria to be accepted and cast on Basketball Wives. Yeah, you should. I ate lunch in the same restaurant as Barbosa. I'm in. Yeah, that sounds valid to me. Yeah, so... That'd be good. You just have to work you, on your pettiness. You can catch me next season. Oh, I can be plenty of petty. I know, you just gotta, like, ratchet it up a little bit more. Oh, so I can't just be petty about Harry Potter and... No. What about Orphan like, Black? I'm petty about Orphan Black? No. You gotta be, like, petty about everything. You just gotta make shit up. You'd be like, I'm mad at you because of this, and then... I'll just channel my inner Ami Nata. We're not friends. Yep, we're not even being friends. <laughs> <laughs> um... Can I have, can I have your dancing plant? His name is Groot. Can I, is he my toy? No. We're not friends. <laughs> hey, I think it's nap time. No, no. we're not being friends. <laughs> like, but I think it's still nap time though. Like, but we're not friends. Our, our relationship has nothing to do with. Don't say that. Oh yeah. 
That's actually one of my favorite things. You tell her something she doesn't want to hear, and she's like, don't say that. <laughs> you're like, but it's still the truth. She's like, no, don't say that. <laughs> uh, well, one day we'll bring Ami back on here. Yeah. When she has some chill. When she's... That's actually not true. She will never have chill. When she, like... She's, she's, she's us. She's us, but she also is, but like... But three. Yeah, but three. It's true. Chill is not a part of that equation no, at all. It's not. Um, so at some point we'll bring her back. Yeah. When she <laughs> understands what the microphone is and the fact that she's supposed to like talking to it. Sometimes people like she doesn't like talking on the phone. She called she, my like, grand- She called our grandmother. You. By the way, she called our grandmother. To say That's what I'm saying. She doesn't say anything. If you're talking to her on the phone, she will not speak. <laughs> she- <laughs> Ask to to talk to somebody on the phone and yes. then not say anything, and you're just like, so I'm just sitting here on the phone, listening to silence. So I have FaceTime her. Like, yeah, she won't speak, but at least you can tell that if you're FaceTiming her, she's a little bit more excited. But then she doesn't understand like there's a camera, so she just runs around the room and it's like <laughs> I can only see you half the time, but that's cool. Yeah, but I was just really I laughed because she grabbed a phone, called our grandmother. <laughs> I'm sitting there talking to my grandmother, learning some, like, good stuff. Like, right. getting a history lesson, getting, you know, lectured about why I'm not at church and how she grew up in the church and somehow none of her people go to church. And Sorry, Grandma. But, you know, football happens at that time. And also I'm asleep. You know my, my great-grandfather? Priorities. Um, my other gra- my grandmother's, <laughs> not ours, but my grandmother's father, he was a pastor and he used to, he did it with my grandmother and then with my dad. Like, he would say his, on Sundays, he would say his sermon. And then while they were, like, finishing up, he would dip and have, like, like my grandmother or my dad would have to, like, leave as he was finishing up, go to his office, grab his stuff, and then meet him outside so they could go watch the Pittsburgh, uh, That's a man after my own heart. Like, he was like, all right, and I'm done. Amen. And then he would, they would just, like, Thank dip. you. My and mom they was get, all like. And they get home after, like, before everyone else, like. My mom was like. It'll only be an hour, and then she comes home, and I'm like, look at this. Yep. It is the second quarter. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, but anyway, I was getting a good lecture from my grandmother, which, you know, it's Christmas time, and you, I, take the, I take time out to get my yearly lecture about how I'm failing as a Christian person and whatever. But we were interrupted by a three-year-old yeah. who had nothing to say. Nope. So... Anywho, so... Harry won uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and the Dursleys lost it. They are benched forever. I'm kind of starting to think that maybe because it's called Harry Potter and the... I don't think Harry's going to win all of these. There's no way he's no. winning some... Okay. <laughs> like, but I'm starting to think, like... He might. He probably we, might win. Should we maybe if he starts to... if He, he might win the next one. Um, I kind of think Ginny might win. Or... No. Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, um, I don't know if... I, I know for... I'm uh, um, pretty sure I, I know like he's losing. For the next one? Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't think that he'll win Order of the Phoenix as much as I love him in Order of the Phoenix. I don't think he'll win it. You're like the only person that loves Harry in Order of the Phoenix. I love angsty Harry. The, re- the reason that I love Harry in Order of the Phoenix is for the same reason that I love David Tennant in Doctor Who. Actually. Because his rage face. It's just so much rage, and it's, like, super angsty, and I'm just, like... And you're, like, you're adorable. It's just cute. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That is, like, my, um, cousin... That is what... My two-year-old what cousin me, got mad what, at me, and he called me meanie, and he was, like, you're a meanie, and then he <laughs> gave me, like, stink face, and I was, like, 
I know that you're going through something right now. <laughs> right. But okay. I picked him up and I was like, you're so damn, damn cute. <laughs> yeah. You should be mad at me all the time. Yeah. He's like, no. Exactly. Put me down. Yeah. I think scary. Pretty much. Um, Although he also has valid points within all the angst. Yeah. Some I've, of it isn't. It's like, it's like at the, at the core, at the crux of his <laughs> issue is, is valid, valid. And then all the fluff around it is not. <laughs> look at me! <laughs> that shit because they made him look like a snake for like two seconds and I was like why did you do that they make his voice off <laughs> I am the you're the weak one you don't have oh, yeah. I mean the, the acting in that part <laughs> I'm so glad this is not video <laughs> the acting in that part was good it was just unnecessary for the movie when we could have instead seen the department of mysteries but you know just sip my tea Whatever. Um, no so yes, deal. Harry is a real MVP. The <laughs> Dursleys are benched, which they will probably be losing another book. They'll at least lose the next chapter, <laughs> the next part we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, at the um, very least. At the very. If the, they don't lose anything else, the they'll at least minimum. lose the next uh, episode. They will Just be calling it right now. They will be holding on to that last place finish. Um, I would like to give a random award that just popped into my head called mm-hmm. Most Improved. Hmm. Or, nope. Nope. Better yet. Best Six Man, which is the dude that comes off the oh, bench yeah. mm-hmm. and, like, just basketball. kills it. Yeah. Talking basketball now. Cool. Because <laughs> like, we, we, like, switch sports when we're talking about this. So. Yeah. Cool. I'm talking basketball because, awesome. you know, Chris's basketball is amazing. Anyway. Um, Neville. Yeah. Longbottom. Yeah. Most of Yeah. You. Come off the bench and you're just killing it. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, like I you just, start I, on the bench, but then you just come off and you're like, I got this. Buckets. And you and you're not gonna do nothing but go up. Yeah. Started true. from the bottom. Now you're here. That's on multiple levels. Yeah, it's true. So I wanted to just throw that out there. Shout out to you, Neville. Shout out. We might have to do a six man, twelfth man. Is there such a thing in baseball? Would be ten, but I don't think so. Not really. Like the we don't call that, it a thing, but it would be the tenth, not the twelfth. Wouldn't be like like switch hitter. It's only nine the pinch, people. Pit hit the pinch hitter or whatever that comes in and um, the cleanup pitcher person. Oh yeah, the maybe. closer. Closer, or um, yeah, maybe. Well, you we'll know, figure it out. It's a thing, and so we should like yeah. Maybe we'll yeah. They come out from. But I think we could only do that at the end of the book. Yeah, we can only do it at the end of the book. They yeah. come out of nowhere and they just like yeah. Like, solid, solid. Solid. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, all right. So, next thank week. You, thanks for listening. Oh. Um, next week, uh, we're discussing chapter one of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, The Worst Birthday. Oh, wait. Time out. Habarigani. Nia. Purpose. Yay. Yay. Fifth day of Kwanzaa, for sure. Okay. Back to what we were talking about. Next week, we'll be discussing chapter one. Of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, The Worst Birthday. Um, Be sure to read and follow along. If you want to join the conversation on Twitter, at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam. You can also join the conversation on Facebook. I also want to take a little bit of time to say to someone... I did not recap Doctor Who. Oh, I knew. I, was in I knew. San Diego. Why did I know this was going to happen? And That's I so do funny. not come from a family of nerds. Neither do and I. And I know you, but... but I'm, a, I'm an older child. You're though. an older child. Older sibling. And 
I just there was Christmas you. basketball on, and I couldn't, and there was nowhere to go, and then by the time I was able to, it was kind of late. Okay, so give me a break. Sorry. I'll try to plan it out better next time. I could have watched it on my computer, but, you know, the game got good and I was spending time with my family. So leave me alone is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Do my best. I'm really irritated that I knew exactly what you were about to say. Like, well, because you know why? Because no, I, I saw cannot, it. I can't figure out how to comment as myself on my phone, on oh, Facebook, on my phone. Oh, on your phone. Okay. Because I was like. So okay. I don't want to, like, call about. Where he should have been called out in the right medium. I understand I'm switching mediums down. It could be confusing. Some Amani Heron is a problem. <laughs> I, wanna, I wanted to call him out there. But I couldn't figure out how to. And I had to wake up really early in the morning to get on a flight. To do this podcast. I also want to shout out my brother. Oh, yeah. Yay. Yay. Shout out to Brandon. Woohoo! He, he's the real MVP. He's the real MVP of um, Wither Team. Yeah. Um, for our Kwanzaa gifts of these pretty cool mics. New year, new us, y'all. We're gonna have sound. It's gonna be all cool. We don't have to be in the same place. Which, which is great because of is not great. Reasons. <laughs> I'm very upset about it. We'll get there. We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it eventually. It'll come up. It's not like it's yeah. I'm upset. I know. I can't talk about it. I'm moving to Chicago, so Road! Robin's sad. I'm not sad, I'm angry. But we have these cool new mics, so then we can still do the podcast, even though we won't be in the same state. Same zip code, same area code, same time zone. It's funny, because my mom, like, already told me, he was like, she was like, you're gonna have to get, like, a fold-out bed, because all people who are gonna, like, be visiting you. I'm gonna be visiting you, but I have a room somewhere else. But either so. way, Obasis apparently is moving in. I'm gonna make him pay rent, though. How is he moving in? During the weekends. He's like, I'm just going to come during the weekends. And no, like, well, don't worry. You're going to have to pay me some money. Yeah. I don't mind if he comes, though. No, don't let him. Why? Because he needs to be in his own place. He has his own place. His own, I know, but he needs to be having his own experiences. He is. Away from you. He's still going to. I stay at the house. Once in a while. I'm just going to be at home. <laughs> like, he's not yeah. going to do anything. He, I mean, he's going to go out. I'm going to be sitting there, like, in my TARDIS blanket. In my tar- I'm gonna get a papasan and I'm gonna get like the cushion is gonna be TARDIS blue. I'm really excited. I'm upset. Sorry. I'm getting this is like a tangent and we already like ended the episode, but we're still talking. It's cool. I'm, I'm gonna cut this out. <laughs> we don't have to. No. Okay, so social. You can <laughs> check out our website, blackgirlsnerdout.com, Twitter, at we black and nerds, hashtag with a team, hashtag we black and nerds at Yana underscore Hallows, at Robin underscore Ravenclaw. Facebook, Black Girls Nerd Out. Instagram, at Black Girls Nerd Out. Tumblr, Black Girls Nerd Out. Etc., etc. Akio, beer, and sad nap because my horcrux is moving to Chicago. Though, it just means that I live even better because there's less chance of, you know. What's that? You know, you get hit by like a lightsaber. I don't know. Oh, okay. I was like, less chance of what? I was like, what does that mean? I was like, was something going to happen if I stayed? (laughs) All right. Anyway. Awesome. Thank you for listening. We will see you in the new year. With Chamber of Secrets. Yay.